Alrighty, it's time to rock and or roll. Actually, it seems a bit excessive to be doing both. Should pick one or the other. You know what, guys? Let's roll. <clears throat> Welcome to chapter 174, I believe, of Personal Histories of a Happy Chap. Hope you guys are well. I've had a week off. I feel refreshed. I feel revitalized. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I'm sweaty and I'm hot. I mean, I feel great internally, but externally, it's fucking boiling. It's like 29 degrees today. Summer has just come and kicked me in the dick. Um, and by the way, the song's still going because I'm rolling with it today. You know, I, was, I said no rocking today. Actually, I feel feel a little bad putting a, such a quick ban on any rocking. I feel like you should never rule out a rock in case I'm feeling like rocking later in the podcast. But for the meantime, for the moment in the present... I'm just going to roll with it. I'm rolling today. No rocking as of yet. I'll let you know if I feel a rock later on. But until further notice, I be rolling. Anyway, welcome. It's hot outside. The sun has been like, remember me? And then I've been like, yep. And he's gone, sweet. Here's cancer in 30 years. And I've been like, awesome. So that's the way my week's going. Um, I've been loving the heat. That's my problem. Me and the sun have a toxic relationship. I fucking love the sun. But unfortunately, the sun does not reciprocate the same level of respect that I have for it. Because my family uh, genetically is prone. Um, I already know how I'm going out. That's I know this is a bit of a morbid start to the, can- to the podcast. But um, I'm going out with cancer. Most people in my family do. Um, we, we die old, but we die fighting a pretty much losing battle and um it's grim so anyway oh jesus christ luke i just said i'm feeling refreshed and revitalized one minute later i'm like anyway guys so i'm gonna inevitably die of cancer i hope your week's been well (laughs) jesus christ i'm sorry heavy start we'll we'll press on press on um i've been loving smashing the world gym i did have a week off uh, last week because it was a long weekend. The plan was to do a podcast on the... By the way, if I if I look spaced out, like I'm not focusing on what I'm saying, it's because there's a fucking daycare happening like in the room down. Um, Meg is babysitting uh, her niece, um, Grace. Lovely. She's three. They're currently watching the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and um, there, it sounds like there's like a... Uh, there's only two of them. It's Meg and a three-year-old. So I don't know how it sounds like, or maybe she's two. I don't know, three. I don't even know. How 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 do you tell how old kids are? You look at them, you're like, oh, you know, they're always fucking mini. Like the one, below four, they look like a little ushy from Woolies, like they're that mini. And then they just slowly progress to bigger, bigger size babushka dolls until I guess they get to like 12 I reckon I can, this is weird. I reckon I can identify a kid's age maybe when they're like 10. I'll be like, that kid's 10. But when they're like 7 or 13, fuck, I got no idea. You could be like 15 or I'm really bad at ages. Like I could look at any of you, right? Oh, we should play a fucking game on the podcast. Oh, that's weird. I was about to say, (laughs) you should send me pictures of your kids and I guess their age. But I think that's really weird. But only do it if you like, want me to, right? I'm not going to like, ah, uh, but then I have to put your kid on the podcast. So it's like a fun play along game. Never mind, guys. That's a bit of a creepy idea. I was going to say it could be a fun game where people just send me pictures of like kids and you have to know how old they are. And then I just try and guess their age. But um, I'm actually not going to solicit pictures of children to my podcast email. That would be a really bad idea. So we're not going to do that game. You're just going to have to believe me when I say I don't know how to guess kids' ages. I hang around these kids all the time, right? Meg's uh, nephew and niece, Auntie Meg, right? And I I got no idea how old they are. I think one of them's four and one of them's two or three. I 
Couldn't tell you. But they're mini. They're fucking real. They're like, I don't know. They're pretty small. You know, like you couldn't, you could fit him in like a, you couldn't fit him in a shoebox, but you could fit him in like a crate, maybe. <laughs> they're like that. I don't know if that gives any perspective of how big they are. So maybe they're like three. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm a little bit um, distracted because there's a lot going on. But anyway, I'll do my best. Um, so yeah, last week I didn't do the pod because it was Melbourne Cup Day and I was originally planning on doing it on Melbourne Cup Day and then I drank till 5am in a park with all my high school mates and it was fucking awesome. I know that sounds grim on paper. Like me kind of saying that out loud sounded like a bit of a reality check because it's like, <laughs> you know, that's pretty grim. Like this is how, it's okay. So we started off, I worked all day Monday. Like most people might have had the day off on Monday in Melbourne, particularly because it's like a public holiday weekend. It was a long weekend in Victoria. So um, I worked all day Monday. We were first day back at the Luke and Lewis garage. I'm not calling it a studio. It's Lewis's garage in Frankston. Let's just call it what it is. There's a roller door and it's pretty dirty and sometimes it smells. It's a garage. And we were there all day. I got back at like 8 p.m., and all my mates were already there. They got there at like seven and I was getting thirsty. They are there in the group chat, sending me pictures like, you better hurry up, you know, and they're like already smashing beers in the park. Now, by the way, two weeks ago, this was like the week after lockdown. It was in that weird niche period where it was acceptable to drink like crazy amounts of or consume alcohol in a park to a high level instead of going to the pub because... It was really hard to get into a pub. We tried to get into a pub, but it was cup day eve. You know, the, the day before a long weekend, good luck, right? And also five days after pubs have just reopened, it was completely booked out. So we tried to do the right thing. Turns out everyone had the same idea as us. Dude, the park was just packed. It was pretty much like the park became a pub after 7 p.m. It was awesome. It was like just like a, an acre big beer garden. And it was just people were just hanging out. I mean, there's going to be a third wave. I mean, masks were pretty much optional. It was it was a good time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hate it at all. You know, there's nothing like just pissing in a pond and then going back to the fellas with a deck chair. You all bring your own beers, and because I live nearby the park, we we had a restock halfway through the night. We hit a real crucial part at like midnight where we all kind of ran out. Everyone kind of bought like six beers each, maybe. You know, like you just, it was the vibe earlier that like, let's all just catch up. We'll bring a six pack and um, then we'll just call it a night. Because I have a mate, Cal, that lives in like West Melbourne. And like, you know, there's p- people coming from a long way around because p- some people moved out of the area and stuff like that since high school. So we're like, let's just like wrap it up in a reasonable time. We'll be home. A lot of us have girlfriends. So we're like, it'll just be like this, you know, a classic fellas catch up, but I don't know if what your friendship groups like, but once you get six beers in and it's midnight, it was a nice weather and the vibe is alive. <laughs> you don't call it a night. Okay. We, we don't get to catch up often and it'd been a long lockdown. So we're pretty uh, keen to get on it. So I was like, don't worry boys. I got a slab at home. It's like a 500 meter walk away. Let's go. So a couple of us roll out like fucking Optimus prime, you know, and like, transformers where they just like autobots roll out and they leave and like in my mind like lincoln park was playing in the background we're strolling down the street going i become so numb but really uh i was just getting screamed at um by a drunk fan which is what happened and then all my friends bullied me for it um and said haha your fans are drunken 14 and i had no defense because it was a drunk 14 year old so Guys, if that was you, I doubt they'll listen to the podcast. I'm pretty sure they were just screaming, you don't own me, bro. Ha ha, tell us a joke. VKL was the vibe. So I don't think they'll listen to this. I don't think they've watched my video since 2017, evidently. But either way, appreciate you. Thanks for coming to say hi. Um, thanks for uh, give, giving my mates a, a great opportunity to uh, make fun of me for three hours. Um Anyway, so we're walking back to get mine. It's now midnight. And this is where the night kind of turned in a good way. Like people started to leave the park. There ended up being about four groups left at about 1 a.m. in the park. There's us, 
there's a, we're about a group of six or so or seven, I forget. And then there's like a, a big group of like 15 people and then like a group of girls, right? And then we're all kind of keeping our distance. And then uh, me and my mates kind of get like, when we, I don't know about you, but whenever we get like a bit pissed, we just start coming up with games to entertain ourselves. That's just what we've always done. Like if it's in someone's backyard, like, and there was this, this guy like on meth or we thought he was on meth, but it turns out he wasn't. Uh, he was just screaming someone at a park. So we assumed he was on meth, but he just leaves this fucked bike in the middle of the park. So a few of us were like, come on, go get the park. Like, like go get the bike. Like, and there, and then it was a couple of us going like, Oh, don't steal the bike. And I was on the fence. I was like, well, you shouldn't steal a meth heads bike. Cause it's a stranger's bike. You shouldn't steal someone's bike, but also they did dump it there and it will be very funny. So I wasn't, encouraging it but also wasn't telling anyone not to so i was just kind of like oh don't don't do it haha <laughs> but uh, i was hoping one of my friends would do it and uh eventually someone went and grabs the bike turns out the wheel was fucked so the wheel just came off then we invented a game where we just started throwing up the wheel um in the air and you had to stand there and not move and if you move you're a bitch and that was that was the game P- pretty toxic stuff uh with the lads but i guess that's um that's why men don't live as long as women because we throw bike wheels in the air and then laugh at anyone who doesn't want to get concussed from it (laughs) so that's awesome um and it didn't hit me i was pretty stoked but i didn't move one time it almost hit me it like clipped my shoulder but i was fine all sweet and then it probably hit like 2 a.m then we started (laughs) this is like this is where it gets really childish and really drunk. This, you know, like when you're walking down the street and you're just like, there's a there's a branch overhanging the footpath and someone goes, I bet you can't touch that because, you know, you got to jump and it's a little bit out of reach, but you probably could. It's just at that height where it's like, oh, I reckon if I got a real good leap, I could probably hit it. It was at that perfect height. And I'm quite tall. Like, you know, I'm one of the taller people in my friendship group. I'm like six foot. It's not crazy tall, but I'm, you know, I, I got a good leap on me, you know, former athlete, actually current athlete, but we'll get to that later. And uh, I jump up, I smack it. I'm the first to hit it in the group. And all of a sudden it's fucking on. There's a lot of, uh, there's a fair bit of short man syndrome happening in our friendship group. I'm not going to name names, but if I was, Dean, um, Stefan, they're not vertically challenged by any means. They're not really short, but they're just not vertically gifted. Um, and so there's definitely, they're at the height where there's still a lot to prove. Um, so they were going for it. Dean, former athlete, former national athlete had the best chance. He managed to touch it. And my other mate who's quite tall, Cal, um, ended up running up. He grabbed onto it. So I just touched it like that. I just kind of clipped the branch and went, aha, I touched it. Now someone else try. And, uh, my mate Cal, he's not a quitter. And he jumped, ran in, jumped up and then like was hanging off the branch and there was 1.5 seconds. It was exactly, well, that's what it felt like. It felt like about a minute, but I could tell it was about a second of pure bliss on his face where he got both hands over the branch and was hanging off the branch that we thought was hard to even touch. And everyone went, oh. And his face went, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if you've ever heard a tree branch snap before from the trunk, but it sounds like a gunshot going off. You know, those like real loud snaps where it goes, and and then there was just this bang and there was enough time for him to go, oh, fuck. (laughs) And then the branch snapped off and it fell on him. And uh, he was trapped under the branch. And instead of helping him, we all laughed so much. It was definitely maybe you had to be there, but I promise you it was funny. So if you like sniggering right now going, yeah, look, that does sound like a good one. It was fucking awesome. And I'm so mad I didn't film it, you know? It would have been like that bit. Say if I was filming for Life of Luke or whatever, it would have been that bit where like, that's the bit at the start of the vlog. It was that good. And then the intro hits. Like it was just the the fucking funny bit that makes you want to watch more. It was, oh, it was 
the best thing ever. And I'm kind of almost glad I didn't film it because often we film uh, when we're with those mates because I just think it's funny that I have this platform and we just film dumb shit together because that's what we've always done. That's how my videos originally started was us in high school just filming dumb shit at lunchtime. So nothing's really changed. My content has not evolved over the last six years, which is good. Uh, <laughs> still just filming dumb shit in the park. Uh, and I'm kind of glad I wasn't filming that one because being in the moment and I had a headache from laughing. It was so funny, man. Nothing like just like watching your mate accidentally fuck up a nature reserve. It was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever seen. And I think it's a small cost that uh, local councils have had to pay over the last few weeks in Melbourne. Like there's been a lot of park drinking and a lot of the police turning a blind eye to it. Like I saw cops roll into the car park. They kind of just walked around to all the groups going, how you guys doing? Just made sure people weren't being dickheads. Obviously we did this after the cops left, but um, the cops have been pretty fucking good really. Cause like you're not technically allowed to drink in a park, but you know, it's just like, look, you can't do it at your home. You can not allowed to have friends over like that many people over. So it's like, they get it. And, and I thought that was pretty cool that the cops were just like, yeah, look, th this is a just this weird time where all there'll be like, there's three weeks and it, the window's almost over. I reckon the wind, it's got two weeks left maybe where it's socially acceptable to get blind in a park. And we're thinking of doing it again. It was so much fun. I feel like now it's almost frowned upon. It was a lot more like, it's, it's, it's only been a week. I feel like next time we'll try and get into a pub and do it in a more civilized manner. But God, it was good to catch up with the lads. Um, and then uh, we we kind of like filed out slowly, you know, like, like you know, one of my mates was like, all right, I got to leave. You know, it was like, got to like 3 a.m. And then people started to like fuck off. And you guys know, particularly if you've ever watched one of my late night streams, I have this thing inside of me and it's a, it's a gift and a curse. I don't have it in me to quit a good vibe. If the vibes are there, I'm vibing. And that's literally it. That's kind of the way I live a lot of my life. And sometimes it's toxic because sometimes maybe you shouldn't vibe in a park until 5 a.m. But God, it was fun. Uh, it was very fucking fun. But it also meant that I got nothing done the next day. We stayed so late, like, because we were just having so much fun, hadn't seen uh, each other properly for months. And um, our friendship group's just like, you know, we're all really tight and stuff. It was so much fun. Like, the, it got to like 4.30 a.m. It's just me and my mate, Stefan. There's two of us left out of the six. Everyone else is gone. Um, it's near my house, so I've got like a 500-meter walk home. I don't really care at this point. You know, Meg's well into bed. It's 5 a.m. It's the sun's almost up. You know what I mean? But we're still like, we're just in a park. We've got a speaker. We'll listen to tunes. Oddly enough, there were still other people drinking in the park like all night. Um, so that's kind of why we didn't even realize the time because the, the, the vibe, there was an ambience. And then nothing kills a vibe or nothing makes you like snap out of it harder than a garbage truck just driving by, like starting his day. And we, we, the, like, we just, I looked up, I was like, is that a garbage truck? And I was like, fuck, they're coming home late. And I was like, oh no, they're starting early at their normal time. The garbage truck start, it's 5am. And then we just packed it up. We were like, all right, this is fucked. And um, I don't think I've ever, I've stayed out late maybe when I was like 18. When I was like 18 or 19, we used to do like, because uh, on Saturday nights, they didn't used to have all-night trains. Back in my day, we had to wait until the first train at Flinders Street Station. So if you went out, like the club would close at like 3.30 a.m. and you'd have to make a decision. Do you get the last train home at like 1.30 or 2 a.m. or do you keep rocking on and you got to wait till the first train of the morning at like 5 a.m.? So there was always this, there was some nights where the, I remember there was this one night at Lucky Tuesdays at Billboard, or Lucky Thursdays, sorry, at Billboards. That would have pissed someone off then. It would have been some club rat just fucking furious that I fucked up the day that that club runs. I don't even know if that's still open, but anyway, nothing more grim. I think I remember talking about it at the time on this podcast. There's just nothing more brutal than 
the lights of a nightclub turning on and you see what you've been dancing in. I don't know if you've ever stayed that late at a club before, but God, it's almost like in movies when they run like a blue light over a hotel room and you just see the stains on the bed and, and how much you shouldn't be here. It was like that. The lights came on and we were like dancing away and it's the end of a student night, you know, $2.50 pots back in the day. $4.50 basics and spirits. It's pretty fucking loose. And uh, I guess in the night, the lights turned off and the bouncers go, fuck off, like, get out of here. We're all blind. I, I, oh, I wasn't drunk enough to, to be walking out of that club that night. I, I'll never forget it. I was 19 and I saw the floor was so sticky. The, for some reason, the floor felt stickier as soon as the lights went on. It went from being like nightclub sticky to you know, glue, clag sticky. It was just, uh, anyway. So yeah, back in the day, we used to have some late nights because you, then you go to Macca's and then you'd have to wait at Flinders Street for like an hour until the first train from like 4am to 5am. But literally it's, I know I sound like an old man, but it's, it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute since I stayed it till 5am. And, uh, I think that's just what a lockdown does to you. It makes you crave the boys. And then we were really planning to pack it up at midnight. And then five hours later, and I, and we kept drinking as well. So that's why there was no podcast last week. It's, I got no excuse. I just wrote myself off and I was planning to go like head to head. That's why we we're planning to live at midnight because most of us had cup day plans. Like I was planning on going over to my brother's, which I did, but I didn't get there until like race six. <laughs> Jack's like, yeah, so race one starts at 10.45 And uh, I woke up to all these messages at 1pm He's like, hey man, it's already up to race three Where are you? And I was like, oh dude And I, I didn't even want to look at a beer Like I had one beer on Tuesday And it took me like an hour to drink it It was oh, rough But um, yeah, it, it was so much fun though And I'm fucking glad I uh, had a hit out and, and, and now you're probably concerned about me and because I'm about to go into talking about how much I've got my life together and I know the first 20 minutes kind of doesn't seem that way that was like that was just a one-off right it was a lot of fun um by the way we didn't get like stupid drunk we we're just having fun you know um but anyway what was I talking about oh yeah I've been smashing it since like Wednesday and also a couple of weeks beforehand as I was talking about a couple of weeks ago I've been back in the world gym and Luke and uh, on the Luke and Lewis podcast. If you're not, not listening to that, um, Lewis and I have started a fitness challenge, which is you get one point every day for every workout. So you can only get one point a day. So, and you've got to do like a minimum half an hour workout. You know, you've got to like actually go do a workout. You can't just do like 20 push ups and be like, that's a point, you know? Uh, so, I'm no, obviously no surprises. I'm fucking smashing Lewis, which I don't know. I don't even know why I'm bragging about it. Like, <laughs> you know, no one's shocked. Oh, I'm beating a man with blue hair that looks like he hasn't left the house since 2005. Congratulations, Luke. You're a hero. But um, I was doubling his score on the last podcast, which again, no one's shocked about. No one. <laughs> this is what no one did then. <gasps> you all went. Obviously, that's the noise everyone made. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. That's the sound of a grant, and of course. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been actually smashing it and feeling really good, um, which is great. And I, to be honest, I I don't know why I thought it would be cool to brag. I don't know why I'm sitting here bragging about being beating Lewis Spears in a fitness challenge. You know, <laughs> that's like kicking an infant. And then going, I could fight in the UFC. It's like, oh, chill out, mate. All right. Let's <laughs> just calm down. You know, it's not really much of an achievement, but uh, I've got this absolutely wrapped up. There's no, no questions about it. He's only done two workouts in a week. I did four and I had a day off. It's like, I've already done one workout today and I'm going to do a nut. Like I'm going to go for a run after I finish the podcast two workouts in a day now. And and that's only one point. I don't even get two points for that. I'm just doing that for me. You know, there's one for, one for the competition, one for me. 
That's how I'm rolling. So we've taken a before photo, which was taken the day after um, Cup Day. Or, or, yeah, it was taken the day after, day after Cup Day. So it was off a weekend of fast food and binge drinking. So I didn't, you know, it's sloppy to say the least, uh, the before photo. It's grim. It, it, that was, I think, the wake-up call that I needed. You know, once every year, I just need to see myself in just my underwear. And then I go, something's got to change. Because that, that ain't it. Um, and, and Meg's too nice to really tell me what she thinks, you know. She's just too much of a beautiful person. Uh, she, she occasionally does say, I look like the Grinch. But, you know, the yeah, okay, that's, actually, that's not very nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know if this means anything to you. But um, I'm trying to get my 5K time down to like 18.30. I think is my goal. I think I can do it. Um, 1830s, the goal. I, I definitely used to run a lot faster than that. And I don't know how I look at my old times that I used to do when I was like an athlete in like year 12 and stuff. When I was trying to get into nationals and other shit, I don't know what I did with my life. It must've just been running. Cause I've genuinely was trying my fucking best the other day. Like I, I really tried. I cannot fathom how much, effort I put into this run. I was fucked afterwards. I haven't tried that hard in like two years and I ran 1945 for 5k off road. So a few hills, but still, um, that's like 355 pace. Um, no, my maths is bad. 357. I don't know. 357 pace, whatever. It's under, I'm not good at maths, whatever. It's under four minute pace, but it's 15 seconds under four minute pace. So yeah, 357 pace. Um, but anyway, guys, that's it. So I've been chilling and smashing the well, Jim. You would not want to be the earth right now. And I obviously, before I move on, I do want to apologize. A few people have been messaging me during the week. Um, I fucked up some guy's garage, he reckons. People have been feeling the tremors. You know, because I've been aggressively smashing the well gym and obviously I've started a revolution. It's a movement. So there's clearly a bunch of us out there because sometimes I'll just not be working out. I'll be like taking the bins out or something and I just feel like a distant rumble and I'm just like, oh God, I shouldn't I shouldn't be encouraging this much well gym action because the what about the earth caves in? So many people hitting it at the one time. You know, I, I ran past a guy, I didn't realize at the time, messaged me later on Instagram and I said, mate, I'll be honest, I thought you were kidding on the podcast about the tremors. You ran past me and it felt like a whole fucking earthquake. And that's that's like a witness. So you like, if you even if you think I'm coming on this podcast making this shit up, because I get it, it sounds a little bit unrealistic, unbelievable, but that's like an eyewitness. I put even put on my Instagram story to prove it. I didn't even make that message up. Like that's that's I don't know what to tell you guys. Like I used to message, sorry, I used to um measure my runs on a watch, like on my garment, just the time. I've been hitting the well gym so aggressively. Now I have to measure it on a fucking Richter scale. You know, scientists look at my run analytics and go, "Geez, did he break the Earth's crust yet?" Because it's inevitable. At this point. So anyway, that's just how I've been going with my fitness. Hope you guys have been well. Um, oh, so my brother on Cup Day, right? And by the way, this is what the podcast is going to be from now on. I, uh, I've been having... I was, wasn't really going to talk about this, but I guess I can. I've, I've been having a bit of a think, as you guys know, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, about where I want to move my content. And, you know, I'm really happy with some areas and not so happy with others. And this podcast was a thing that sat in the middle with like, I like doing it and it's going okay. It's but, but if I'm being honest, it's the least viewed, listened to, interacted thing I do, right? Like compared to my YouTube videos and Luke and Lewis and all this stuff. So, and even, I guess my Twitch streaming is probably the least viewed thing because streaming, you can't get that many views live. Um but anyway, the, the, I would say this podcast is probably like, yeah, my least interactive thing. But I, I didn't want to stop doing it because I enjoy doing it. But also, it was taking up a lot of my time with like curating emails, uh, 
you know, really putting time into like, all right, what's like a good topic? What's a good angle? What are you going to say about this? Like, not that I'd plan it word for word at all, but I would definitely like maybe like have a little rant in mind or something like that. And I realized like, man, this is taking up like, people probably don't realize, but it probably takes up like five or six hours kind of of my day by the time I set up the equipment, you know, go through the emails, think about what I'm going to talk about, then record it, send it off to Reese, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and also uh, reviewing clips that Reese makes during the week, stuff like that. So I was like, okay, it's taking a little bit of my time and that time could be used to make one sketch. So I think the compromise is, I think I'm just going to like come on here and talk about my life a little bit and I'll have it a little bit less structured. Otherwise, I don't see this podcast being possible to do with the output that I want to start getting back into on YouTube. Like I've, I've written four sketches this week and I'm, and I'm hoping to get them up in the next couple of weeks, filmed and edited and uploaded um, and stuff. Cause people said they want sketches again on my channel. And that's kind of where I started on YouTube. And for some reason deviated away from what made me popular online. I think I just got caught in like, Bachelor videos were doing well one year and then I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do that every year. And then, um, and it was fun for me for a bit. And then I was like, oh, why have I become a reaction channel? Like my Amigo videos are just me reacting and I'm good at it. Like I'm funny off the cuff. I am funny on the fly. So I think that's what I just fell into because it was easy. I didn't have to write a script. I just had to turn on the camera and it all came together in the edit. But um, I think I want to start flexing my comedy skills a little bit again and uh, writing some jokes and uh, stuff like that, which is where I began doing content. Anyway, it might be boring to you all. I apologize. The point is the podcast, just a warning. You can stick around. I'd love it if you stuck around. It's going to be just a lot more relaxed. Really nothing should change. Reese is helping me out with going through all the emails and stuff every week and picking some good ones for the show. Um, so really nothing should change. I'm just giving you a warning. It's going to be a relaxed vibe from now on today. I kind of just press record. I just chucked it on. I was like, yeah, I'll speak about cup day and, um, yeah, I'm going to tread it. And that's kind of all I had in mind, <laughs> but I just remembered then I need to talk about, um, my brother, man. So my brother comes up like maybe like once every three months, maybe like, yeah, four times a year. On, on this podcast, like not much at all, to be honest. Um, he's just kind of this, but you know, some of my fans are aware that I, I bet you some people didn't even know I had a brother, maybe, who knows? But uh, my brother, Jack, he's just like a normal guy. I cannot describe how fucking normal he is. Like, if you guys think I'm basic, he's like me, but he's so basic that he doesn't, he's, he's not even really self-aware of it, maybe. You know, like he, he's a businessman. He just like wears a suit. Obviously he's been working from home this year, but he wears a suit. He talks about LinkedIn more than he talks about Instagram. Um, he has a, wears a satchel to work, which we called him once in the old radio days to bully him about. And to his credit, he got called on national radio and got bullied about his satchel that he took to work. And he's stuck by it. He's still... Where's that fucking satchel on the train? And that's just him, right? And and I and I'm think maybe I'm making him sound lamer than he is. He's a fun guy, you know. But that's just that's the business life. You've gotta you've gotta fucking you know network on LinkedIn. Otherwise, you're screwed. And um, anyway, so he's like just bought a house, uh, with his girlfriend. He's definitely at the point of his life where he's almost hit his final form. He bought a spit roast um, from Bunnings. He's like, he's planted a new apple tree in his backyard that he talks about frequently. It's it's a, a mini apple tree. He goes, oh no, it's a dwarf apple tree or something. I don't even know. He's teaching me about gardening now. That's where our conversations have got to. He goes, oh, I've got planted the new mini, um, the dwarf apple tree, and I'm so stupid. I know nothing about gardening. I thought he meant it grew mini apples, like little, <laughs> you know, like little fun-sized apples, like kind of like, you know, 
golf ball size apples. And he goes, no, 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 regular apples. It's just a mini tree, you idiot. And I was like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) fair enough. That makes a lot more sense. I got so excited though. I was like, oh, a little two bite apples. That's cool. Um, Turns out not even cool. And uh, his new thing. So he's kind of like, he's literally, I feel like I have to describe my family. My family is the family from the movie, The Castle. And that's just my life. If you don't know what that movie is, if you're an international listener, it's like arguably the best Australian film of all time, but you'll only appreciate it if you're Australian. It says more about Australian culture than I think any bit of media elsewhere. Like my family at the dinner table is 100% the Kerrigans when like he goes, what's this, doll? She's like, Rissiles. He's like, oh, she goes, oh, it's nothing too fancy. And he goes, no, 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 but it's what you do with it. <laughs> That's like literally my family. Like I went over there for dinner last night and mum's like, oh, do you like these straws? I was like, yeah, I do like these straws. And she's like, yeah, you know what the trick is? She goes, you leave them out of the fridge for a little bit before you cut them. Uh, so they're not too cold. And I was like, oh, cool. And that was, you know, that's the level of conversation that we're having. So <laughs> my family is that family, which means we're the sons. I'm definitely Dale. I'm Dale dug a hole, you know, where I did a thing that no one really gives a fuck about. And everyone goes, well done, Luke. You know, like, oh, Luke, Luke had an important meeting about a podcast last week. Oh, and everyone's like, oh, well done, Luke. Good on ya. you. Still fucking doing that. <laughs> and then my brother is definitely Steve, if you've watched the movie, and he's the ideas man. Jack is just always trying to come up with new ways. Now that he's got a house, he's like so proud of it and good on him. You know, I'm, I'm proud of him. He's bought a house. Something that I, it's an achievement that I have not yet unlocked in my life. And uh, his new thing, uh, him and Simo, his mate, who's Simo, you may know Simo from Simo's Weekly Rap he was our Triple M Modern Digital mate back on the radio show. Um, they're like just hit dad vibes already. They're just, if you guys think I'm a dad, I'm youthful when I'm around them. Like they, all they talk about is this Netflix show called Barbecues Galore or something like that. They're just really into barbecuing. Oh, for fuck's sake, my camera's died. All right, I'm back. I'm back in business. New New battery. And um, same discussion. What was I talking about? Oh, the Simo and Jack are dads. And uh, the, the new recent, I guess, they kind of go through phases. Like they're in a barbecuing phase at the moment. And the, the new thing is like they are both bought matching pools from Kmart. So in the $39.99 inflatable rectangle pools from Kmart. For their backyards. And if you if you didn't know that they bought it from Kmart, the way they talk about it, you'd think both of them had a new pool installed recently. Jack just goes, oh, like he invites people over like it's an attraction. He goes, oh, you want to come over on Cap Day? We can have a dip in the pool. Now, to an outsider, you might think, oh, that's awesome. My brother has a house with a pool in it. He doesn't. He just bought a $39 fucking pool from Kmart and that's, he's just, and that's it. Like he, and he's so happy with it. Even when I bag him, I said, I'm going to talk about you on the podcast and I'm going to make fun of you. And he's so proud of it that he's like, no, no one will, everyone will think that's awesome. He goes, he cannot even see why I think it's lame. He goes, it's grouse. He goes, it's hot. You can dip your feet in. Now I do think it's grouse to be honest. That's how Bogan I am. Like I was kind of shitting on him and then I saw it and I dipped my feet in and I was like, geez, this is, this is grouse. And I'm like, how much was it again? $39.99. And the stupid part is I'm considering getting one. So I'm not saying I'm like any worse. I'm just saying like, at least I'm, I'm hesitant to hit that stage in my life, but they've both just hit their final form. All they really need is just like a, a, a dog and then Jack's kind of over for life. And like, that's, that's him settled. And it's pretty good though. Like it's, it's so weird being an adult. I'll never, I don't even understand how to describe it. Cause I don't know how many people over maybe 25 listen to this podcast. I think it's mainly probably people under 25 who listen, 
Uh, but it's, I don't know if you've got to the stage in your life, but my mate came over the other day. It was like the first day out of lockdown and he's building a house at the moment, which is like crazy to think about because we've been friends since we we're like eight. And it's so weird that he's just like, yeah, yeah I'm, you know, like he's talking to contractors and architects and getting designs and there's like blueprints. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I can't even upload a podcast every week. Like it's so weird, but yet there's still the part in my brain is switched where I, I'm I, like, I, I like that chat. You know, he came into my kitchen and cause like he's still living at home with his parents and he obviously wants to kid out his kitchen. I was giving him kitchen recommendations. We found ourselves like we've been friends since we were eight. Stefan and I, right? He's been in some of my early videos, been in a bunch of videos. We've been best friends for years. And all of a sudden we're just having beers in my kitchen talking about Japanese knives and which knife sets you should, you should get and what stuff from Kmart bangs. And I tell you what, guys, fuck me. If you want a hot tip, Kmart frying pans are lit. The nonstick ones. Oh my God. So good. Wouldn't recommend the microwave. I mean, it's fine. Hasn't done anything properly. I just, I feel like it's giving me cancer. I feel like the levels of radiation coming off a $40 microwave that we still use, um, can't be good for you at all. So I maybe wouldn't recommend that, but the kettle slaps, the Kmart kettle slaps hard. And, uh, and we just kind of found ourselves halfway through a discussion where we both knew what we were talking about. I was like, dude, this is, and I pulled it out of the case. I was so proud of it as well. It was like, I was doing show and tell to my friends. I was like, get this. And he goes, Whing. and I'm like, $45.99 down from a hundred over 50% off. And he goes, get the fuck out of here. And we're like, yeah. And 18 year old us would have looked at these two guys having this discussion about a knife and being like, you guys, are, your lives are over. You're dorks, you nerds, you're old. And, but I'm, I'm there now. You know, I like to think I've still got a hint of youth on my side and, but it's fleeting. It's, it's going really quick and I'm just hitting that period of my life where I'm like, I'd actually rather talk about like homewares and also like furniture and the property market than I would talk about like pop culture and stuff. And that's, that's really hard to fucking face, especially when your whole friendship has been like, and when, you know, when I said we got drunk in a park the other night and we stayed up talking like... A lot of that early chat, maybe th through the first three beers, was just about like adult stuff, like stuff that I wouldn't have even engaged in two years ago. You know, I'm, I'm, I still don't really give a fuck about like the election, you know, like that happened this week, the American election. I'm not going to talk about it because I, you know, if you want to hear someone talk about it, you should, if you want to hear me talk about it, you should not be here. You're an idiot. Um, and I'm an idiot, which is why I'm not going to talk about it. But um, I don't really, I don't even understand. Like I, I, I was reading about it a bit. I'm trying to, you know, understand things like that more when they happen. I did spend like a day and a half just like, you know, fucking researching the American election. And then I just came out of it going, this, this country is fucked. And then I just stopped. So I guess, you know. Either way, like no matter who, who, obviously Biden's like one or whatever, or they're contesting it. Um, either way, it seems like their country is just fucked. Actually, you know what I will say? Uh, I watched Biden's speech after he got uh, proclaimed or what? I don't know what the terminology is because he's, I don't know if it's 100%. After he was declared, that's it. After he was officially declared the president, he made a speech and it went for about 16 minutes and I watched the whole thing which shows you that my attention span is booming, just like my age, a boomer. Um, man, he said all the right things. I, I don't really know a lot. I didn't re do too much research leading up to the, to the election about their campaigns and what each of them were really trying to do with the country or what they promised or anything. But God damn, he said all the right things. Whoever's writing that shit for him nailed it. I'm sitting there watching him, not an American. Don't really give a fuck what happens in that country. 
I've cared to a degree because I want to go over there and do shows. And currently, it's really hard to get a visa in America to work. It's easy to go there as a tourist. Really hard to go there and perform there and take their money back with you. Um, they make it very difficult. So I care to a degree about their country, but also Americans. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not you. That's for sure. I'm very lucky. This year has made me realize how lucky I am to be in Australia. But I'm sitting there watching this speech and I'm thinking, damn, <laughs> the, I, I agree. You know, I don't even know who the fuck Joe Biden is as a person. I just know that he's way too old to be president. If he lasts, someone told me that if he does two terms, he, he'll be 87. <laughs> he shouldn't even be driving a car, let alone driving a fucking country. Isn't he like 78 or how old is he? Like, I remember my granddad kept driving till really late and dad and I were trying to tell him to stop driving and stuff. And yet there's people around him to going like, yeah, mate, run the country. And we're like, granddad, we'll take you to the shops. You know, like he's, he's a granddad, surely, right? If you saw him at a bowls club complaining about his hip, you'd be like, that tracks. Thank God that guy's not running the country, you know? But anyway, if you like Joe, Joe Biden, that's cool. I, I honestly know nothing about him, so I'm not, I'm not trashing the dude or whatever. Um, good on him. He seems like a lot of people were really excited about it. I think people are mainly just excited not to have Trump in. And um, now I've hit the point of the discussion where I'm out of my depth. And you can probably tell now I'm just talking out of my ass, so I should stop. But anyway, that dude's old as fuck. <laughs> That dude is ancient. You know, I thought I was getting old and then I saw Joe Biden and I was like, oh man, Japanese knives. He probably doesn't, you know, <laughs> he wouldn't even fucking buy a Japanese knife. He'd still remember the war. Uh, <laughs> that dude's ancient. Um, so anyway, what was I talking about before I was talking about the election? I don't know, whatever. I was just, in, I was, I, I was, I was, I, I think I like, Oh yeah, what I was going to say is when I was watching his election speech, I think I became an American for two minutes. He was like, and then we're going to unite. Oh, he said something really powerful. He was like, it doesn't matter if they're blue states or red states. I want to, he goes, I want to create the United States. And everyone was like, ah, I don't even fucking live there. I've been there for 12 days of my life and I'm sitting at my computer going, fuck yeah, let's come together. Let's be as one. And then I like took myself out of it and I was like, Luke, you live in one of the best countries on earth. Why are you even watching this? <laughs> My life's sick here, yeah, okay? I don't have to worry about a lot of problems. And we're killing corona. We're like nine, ten days in a row or some shit of... I didn't check today, but I think we're like maybe 10 or 11 days in a row of zero cases. We're straight up crushing it here. So things are looking up. It's, it's the start of the silly season. Uh, I would say the silly season starts at Halloween. You know, you have a Halloween bash and then that leads straight into Cup Day for any Victorians. And then after that, look at the sun shining outside. It's currently like 30 degrees today. I'm sweating up a storm. Just there's going to be a lot of sweaty podcasts from now on. It's the sweaty season, but also the silly season. And I'm, I'm living for it. I'm super excited. And I guess to end it, the podcast on a serious note, I was going to do some emails, but I think I've talked my ass off this week and I've run out of time. But to end on a serious note, um, I was going to come out here and be like, I'm going to do this, this, and this in the channel. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to try and try and prove it, you know? I've, back in the day, nothing worse than pr promising shit and not delivering it. So, um, yeah, all I'm going to say is I'm really going to try and give the rest of the year a solid crack, uh, make the most of it because, let's be honest, I haven't been pushing myself too hard. Um, during the lockdown, I think I've been like a lot of people. It's really hard to find motivation when there's not a lot to look forward to that for a bit, there was like no light at the end of the tunnel. It was a lot of uncertainty about when shows are coming back. And now I feel like we've hit the end. I don't want to speak too early, but, um, things are looking up and I'm excited and I kind of, kind of ready. I feel like I, I'd start a lot of cool stuff during lockdown, like the streaming and stuff and really got to take a step back and have a look about what I was enjoying with what I was doing and what I wasn't. 
And uh, Reese and I are going to start working together in person again. Finally, uh, he can come over now that the 25-kilometer rule is scrapped. So, uh, yeah, things are going to be looking up content-wise. And I hope things are going well for you guys. I'm going to end the year with a fucking bang. Feel free to join me. You know, I don't really... I'm not trying to be inspirational here. But um, also, you should look up to me. I should be your fitness comedy and life idol actually i should be none of the three <laughs> but um yeah i'm gonna go for a run gonna get up there shred it and uh yeah i apologize about the tremors in advance thank you very much for listening guys i'll speak to you all next week next week we'll do some more unpopular opinions and some flex chat because i ran, kind of ran out of time but um yeah the podcast is going to be like this from now on maybe it didn't even feel different. Who knows? That'll be that'll be shit, to be honest. If people are just like, yeah, look, mate, this podcast seemed about the same as the last 100. And that sucks because I've put in a reasonable amount of effort to most of the last 100 podcasts. And today I've pretty much sat down and hit record. <laughs> and if people see no difference, then uh, I've been doing something wrong for the last two years. <laughs> so I, I, I almost hope that, this podcast was hopefully different. It could have been a good different, but I hope it was different. It was definitely more relaxed. But uh, yeah, that's going to be the vibe from now on. I just want to keep this podcast nice and chill because otherwise, what the fuck's the point of me doing it? You know, if it's taken up heaps of time, it's the least like listen to thing I do. I really could be doing another, putting more time into another sketch. So I actually got to write a sketch before this, do a workout, and then just kind of came in, hit record. And now I'm just going to send it straight after race and do another workout and then stream. So I'm kind of packing a lot more into my days when I'm not spending my whole day doing this podcast. I think I'm a classic overthinker and I used to overthink this podcast a lot. And I'm going to try not to do that anymore. Just going to try and uh, chat to you guys, update you, tell you some funny stories from the week. And um, that's about it. So yeah, God, I'm getting some fucking hectic dry mouth right now. I'm going to drink... See you later, guys. Thanks for listening.